Welcome to Breaking Eggs with Seth Shezzy. Breaking Eggs is a visual podcast where Seth talks to creative entrepreneurs, designers, seekers, healers, and thought leaders. During these candid and insightful chats, Seth teases out some nuggets from his exceptional guests that are sure to inspire, entertain, and make you go, huh, when you hear their unique methods of pursuing fulfillment. I am Seth Shezzy. Join me every week as I crack open the lives and learnings of some very special guests. We'll be chatting about the five golden pillars of a good life. Wellness, wealth, love, mindset, and impact. Through these unscripted chats, I'm looking to uncover untold stories, answer some of my own questions, and hopefully leave you with better ones to ask about your life. This week, we're doing things differently. We have partnered with BBC Studios Africa to bring you not one, but two guests in one episode. Today, I'll be speaking to Jody Smith and Sadiq Effendi, stars of the new BBC Lifestyles listing Cape Town. We're going to talk about their lives, property secrets, as well as their rise to real estate stardom. Let's break. Hi, Jody. Hey, Seth. How are you doing? I'm very good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I must say, you look incredible. Thank you. What are you, what are you wearing? Like, how, what inspired this look? Um, well, I just thought, you know, we, it's a daytime event. Yeah. And uh, let's keep it sophisticated. Mm. So, yeah, you can't go wrong with a, a suit, pantsuit, right? No, this is perfect. So this is how you dress every day? I like to say I do, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you sort of create the balance? Like, for instance, you work with some of the wealthiest clients. Yes. So then how do you sort of like show up in a way that is very you, but also still sort of like, you know, on par with what you expected? All right. So I, I normally wear a lot of black. Okay. Um, and I add a bit Keep of black. sophisticated. Black and bling is yeah, normally yeah. my go-to. Okay. Um, obviously, going to appointments, you always need to um, dress to impress, but yeah. you're there to do business. So yeah. um, I like to keep it simple. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, as long as I'm comfortable and sophisticated, I'm yeah. good. Good. I mean, I love the philosophy as well. But um, you are associated with um, having worked in film and you're friends with A-listers. Tell me what you do today. What is your job now? All right. Well, I am a realtor. Yeah. I'm focused on the Atlantic seaboard. Fantastic. In Cape, in Cape Town. Town. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I do predominantly rentals. Okay. However, this year has been very sales-based. Okay. And um, I could say that it's been a direct relation or indirect relation to the show. Okay. Um, you know, having to exhibit homes for sale yeah. has really pushed me into that direction. So I'm very grateful for that. Brilliant. And, um, yeah, I, um, I've been in real estate for the last four and a half years. Okay. Um, who who are you with? I my mum. Okay. She's my partner. Fantastic. She's a guru. Yeah. <laughs> and um, together we, we really are a dynamic team. She brings the experience. She brings the, the administrative side of things of to course. the party. And I'm more of the, the rainmaker. I'm the connector and the, um, the networker. The face so. and the aesthetic <laughs> of the brand. Yeah. Cool. So, Fantastic. Yeah. And now working with your mom, how's that? Well, in the, in the beginning, it was quite um, tedious because obviously training beneath your mum, she's very, she was very uh, judgmental. Okay. But, <laughs> but also, I mean, Monica is like a well-known sort of establishment in the Atlantic uh, yes, Seaport. So she, like, I think yes. learning, getting to learn from her must be quite intimidating. Absolutely. And uh, the thing is, she doesn't hold back and um, there's trust. Uh, mm. You know, the foundation of our relationship is built on trust. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, we're very lucky in that sense that we can share everything with one another. And I know that we both have our, our best interests at heart. So, um, yeah, I, I, I can count on her and she can count on me. And that's yeah. actually what matters at the yeah, end yeah, the, yeah. with the partnership, right? Okay. So now you are in the business of putting people into homes. Yes. Which is like a very, you deal with families and it's like a family oriented thing. Yes. And you working with your mom kind of like keeps that whole family aspect in part of the philosophy, no? It does. It, um, it often plays in our favor. Yeah. Um, we, we, you know, we decide, should we tell them now? Should we yeah, tell them yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we let them guess? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, it is a very family orientated space. And um, as professional as it is, mm. um, it's personal. So mm. just adding that feminine touch and, um, and just knowing, you know, knowing more from, from two aspects of the household, you know, the, the mother symbol or the, the mother um, figure, yeah. figure yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then be more of a youthful, up-and-coming um, entrepreneur, you could say. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I do really enjoy, uh, I enjoy that aspect mom and daughter cool now tell me you've referenced the show and how yes. it's brought the, um, you know some change and how you basically run and from um, more rental to like I'm um, selling tell me about the show what is the show 
Well. And don't be modest, because you're a star. <laughs> this is your moment. <laughs> Goodness me, it's all so new to me. Yeah. Look, we must go back. I know you mentioned that you were asking about my background. Mm. So I come from a background of film, yeah. um, which has worked in my favor, mm. because I obviously understand how things are kind of put together and, and what essentially needs to come across mm. um, for the entertainment of it and, uh, and also the knowledgeable side of things. So yeah. um, this show is particularly informative. Mm. I love the fact that... Um, you know, you, you really can put the properties in context, um, Cape Town versus Johannesburg, yeah. um, you know, just really gaining insight as a viewer mm. um, into, you know, how price relation works. And, and um, yeah, I, I, I find it fascinating when it comes to you know, valuing properties in particular, mm. because there's so many different aspects that you need to keep in mind. Um, your price per square meter in Cape Town versus oh, yeah. Johannesburg is like Completely. you can't even chalk and cheese. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's definitely yeah that sense financial side of things um, very interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then from an investment point of view, um, you know, it, it allows people to gain insight into you know potential opportunities. Yeah. Um, you know, and and what works, and also the the landscapes um, in and around Cape Town. Um, you know, you've got your sea views versus your mountain views versus yeah. your, um, I like to say your mountainside mansions and your, what is it, beach bungalows. Oh, yeah, of course. I yeah, like to yeah. play on words there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, and I guess I at the same yeah. time, you have to be selling a more of an experiential um, I don't know, aspect of it. You can't just sell, you know, the property alone. You have to also sell the lifestyle that comes Absolutely. with it. So you have to be someone who's well-versed about Cape Town, who get, get, you know, gets around in the nicest way possible, exactly. you have to say that. And I know that you are quite on the scene in Cape Town, so you're like the perfect person to, to show them around and say, cool, here's the house and it's perfect, but also these are the things you can do and this is how your life can be enriched by moving here. Absolutely. Um, it's very important that you know your product mm. and um yeah on the show we really we feature the probably i'd say the best properties on the atlantic seaboard mm. that were on the market at the time yeah um, are you at liberty to say which ones well i think it's more of a let's wait and see <laughs> however there try are to some, get you there <laughs> there are some um renowned or world-renowned architects um and developers um that kind of shine through in their work particularly those of Saota. Of course, Arc, Stephanie Turner, yeah. Um, Ingenuity, which mm. is the developers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that they did a, Well, they developed the property that I show on the first episode. Okay, um, which is? It's a penthouse yeah. on Strand Street. Beautiful three-bedroom, three-bathroom. On 117 on 117 Strand. 117 on Strand. No way. It's, yes. It's I have a, a selfish building. question to ask about that. I am trying to buy yes. on that floor, but yes. obviously the penthouse, I think, is sold already or on something. On Yeah, on yes. the 16, like 1608. I shouldn't I say this it. out loud because I don't want people to, to, to beat me to it. Um, views from there, huh? Stunning views. And the reason why I want it is because um, out of all of the ones that are facing um, Signal Hill, yes. it's the one that's closest to the front that's not sold yet. So you mm -hmm. still get a sea view yes. uh, from the roof. Mm -hmm. And But I'm a freelancer, so getting a mortgage has been like a headache. It's a challenge, but at least you're South African, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. So, so. That's, uh, that's a whole other challenge if you're a foreigner, mm. you're self-employed, yeah. then mortgage is even more difficult if not actually non-existent wait so what's the trick what should i be doing to get this mortgage just so, <laughs> well you've got to you've got to prove your income right yeah um, which which i have like yes. I've, I've shown them all of my things yes. and it's still not enough because it's haphazard so okay. the money is there and the bank just says cool it's great that you've earned enough to afford this place now but we don't know how you will guarantee to keep earning this way so all then right. what do i do well there's many things you could do but i would recommend that uh, I mean, you work in entertainment, yeah. right? You could actually, you could work that space as, as, as a place that you work from or that you you create content from. Ah, um, so buy it as a business. Perhaps, um, premises. Yes. Okay. So within a, within a company. Okay. Um, another thing could be that you find an investor yeah. that backs your brand uh -huh. and perhaps puts down a large deposit because if the bigger your deposit, the more favorable the deal is. Okay. Yeah. And shop around. Are you working with a bond originator? I wasn't because I was quite hell-bent on getting um, Investec okay. to, to get a mortgage and just because I want to bank with Investec. Okay. I think my, that might have shot me in the foot. So I probably nope. should have gone with like... Um, just i don't know shop around everywhere well what i would recommend is i could actually put you in touch with the bond originator okay they work wonders what company do you work with 
better bond okay, is my cool. preference. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I can only suggest I can never force of course, no, sellers no. into that direction. No, but I'm glad you said that because yes. after I sort of like gave up on this deal, um, someone recommended better bonds because they were an artist, like a painter, yes. and they got a bond because they helped them along. So I think they they do know how to They've work with people in the creative great space. Great name. And okay. you know, another interesting fact that people don't really consider often they want to go with their bank. Yeah. They've chosen that bank. Yeah, yeah. That's where they're going with their yeah. mortgage. But actually, you'll be surprised that, um, you know, banks, they, they surprise you on a daily mm. basis. So, yeah, and they will work out each, they'll make sure that they investigate each channel, mm. you know, and you will mm. get a bond for sure. It's amazing. Okay. Definitely. Well, now I won't give up. I know the property still hasn't sold, so I might still that go back. I was this close to buying a Rolex with the deposit money when they got, when they sent it back. So... Because I thought that's an investment as well. So now I'm going to keep true. it and actually go back into um, into it again. Speaking of investing, mm. the Vatican is particularly a great place to invest in. Okay. Um, when it comes to rate of return on investment, yeah. if you'd like to do short-term rentals yeah, in particular, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's fantastic. So I would never um, shy away from investing in the Vatican, okay. particularly in 117 on Strand, because yeah. it's a brand new building. Mm. Um, you're centrally located. You've got your 24-hour security. Um, it's just, it's beautiful. Hi quality yeah um and um yeah i mean i think you should go for it especially like the, the top floor the triplex i mean where so else are you gonna I, find that you must come and have a look at that listing yeah i've got it's well, absolutely gorgeous which one though your one yes is it has it sold already no it's oh no so what it's number sold. is it sold it's a sole mandate yeah 1601 no one. So it's a three faces, bedroom. Yes, three How bedrooms. How much is it? Three and a half bathrooms. It's on the market for fifteen and a half, but it is negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is really it's a state of the art apartment. And um, I'll tell my friends about it. I can't afford well, it. Anything over five million, I, I I can't even look at it. I know your building. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> cool. No, definitely I'm keen. What else are you listing that you're really proud of or do you think that actually people should check out? Oh, I've got a range of listings. Um, my most recent is actually a rental. Okay. Um, it's in this road. It's a couple of houses down. I'm not going to give the number. Yeah, yeah. But um, we have just listed it for 200000 a month. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so that's something that we're I mean, it seems like a lot of money, but you are in Bentry Bay. It's the best location. Yeah. You are sheltered from the wind. The, You've exactly. got ridiculous views. So North facing. It's, it's worth it, yeah. Mm. Really, is a, it's a superb property. And um, what else have I done? I've just sold one of my, my babies, I like well to done. call it. Well done. Uh, a penthouse in Clifton. Oof. Full asking price of $27 million. That's so amazing. yeah, cash deal. It was fantastic. It took a while to cross the Explains line. Explains the pearls and the, and the <laughs> suits and everything like that. You know, you're doing okay. So yeah, I could say that. Am I allowed so to ask how old you are? I'm 31. And how have you achieved sort of this so quickly at 31? I feel like a lot of people look at it and say, okay, cool. Those kind of deals are reserved for people who've been at this for at least like 30 years. Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. You know, I do find um, I, I'm grateful every day. Yeah. Let's say let's um, let's start there. Um, I work. Mm. I really work. Mm. I mean, real estate. It it seems glamorous, but you know, I don't want to say particularly. It, we're going to think end. it's glamorous when we listen, <laughs> look at you, and this is all we see. And look, um, I'm a diligent worker. Mm. I'm tech savvy, mm. so I've really I've put. Um, uh, you know, things into place that, that work for my team and my, my business and mm. such, you know, a lot of it is online based, um, which takes a lot of the admin side of things out yeah. of it, where, where I can really then be out there and network. It's all yeah. about networking. Yeah. It's about um, maintaining those relationships, mm. you know, and um, I've got a, a global reach in that a lot of my clients and people that I've worked with in the past, yeah. particularly from the industry from and the film soul. industry, yeah. um, have kind of followed through and, and come, come forth and are supporting me and then I've got my mum who's been in the business for mm. so long so I'm very fortunate in that you know she she helped me get there quicker but Close, yeah. it's definitely doable it takes hard work it takes good negotiation skills mm. good people skills and also just um and and holding holding yourself as you know Staying sophisticated. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you're dealing with people with a lot of money and they like to be able to relate to you. Of course. So it's very important that yeah. you do, like you said, you know, be presentable. Yeah. Be reliable. Um, so, yeah. And I guess for you, having worked in film meant that, you know, being surrounded by the best of the best in everything, going to the best restaurants and going to the best homes, you know how to spot quality. And I think that helps a lot in you being able to identify properties that are worth you taking yeah. on exactly. and not you know, 
Yeah, definitely. So I was also fortunate enough to grow up in the area that I work in. Ah, that helps. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, being able to um, understand what building was there and mm. what is there now, knowing all the street names, knowing yeah. every building name, knowing people, knowing faces, knowing oh. staff, yeah. um, knowing the names of dogs. Let me tell you, it's so funny. I, I go walking it. on yeah. the mountain, I get to know the dogs' names, and then I'll see that dog on the promenade and be like, hey, Frankie. And then the owner's like, wait, hold on. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of really familiarizing yourself with um the the area that you focus on mm. um so that's also been a way that I, I managed to move myself up um in real estate quite quickly you can imagine because you know if i was a foreigner yeah. with truckloads of money to come buy here i will want to buy from a local because yeah. like i said before you're not just selling the actual home you have to sell me the experience exactly what do i stand to gain here and yeah and i think you can offer that in an authentic kind of way Because it's got to come naturally. when the people that have owned those homes forever, it's such a personal thing when mm. they have to part with the home and sell it, that they do want to hand it over to you because they know that you'll do it right. And that's how you can get homes to be sold at asking price. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I can see that and I appreciate that. Cool. Now, um, can we go back a little bit to yes. your, your childhood? You were born yes. in Joburg, correct? Oh, you know a lot of <laughs> I like it. Yes, born in Johannesburg. And does that give you that spunk? Because I feel like in, in Cape Town, <laughs> a lot of people are quite like, not sleepy, but like they're quite like sedate and It's cool. It's strange, and right? And you're just like quite agile. You're like, let's do this. And you're ready for action. And does that come from that Joburg I spirit? think so. Okay. I honestly, I like I'm it. very grateful that I come from Joburg because there is a specific energy there amongst the people, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say I always that sometimes say it's the real city of South Africa, really. Definitely, it's authentic. Yeah. That's true, man. Everything Because else is just the town. The difference here between Cape Town and Johannesburg is um, that, you know, here you've got so much magnificence around yeah. you. Yeah. Whereas Johannesburg, yes, it's a beautiful place, but it's yeah. all about the vibe oh, and, yeah. and your connections. Oh, yeah. and mm. So you've got to actually put more emphasis into yourself as a person. Yeah. I don't know. That's my, yeah. my personal take on it. I think people take that for granted. I yeah. think it's so easy when you can present well and you can dress, you know, fantastically in Italian suit and you're pretty, then people <laughs> think you. that, oh, cool, then the rest of the job is done. But no, you still have to, you know, invest in people. You have to make sure that you care about the people, you initiate connections mm -hmm. because the network that you create is your network because mm -hmm. that's who the people you're going to be buying or selling to and buying from you. Absolutely. Cool. No, I love that. And so I read somewhere something that you do stunts <laughs> and I just yes. don't see it yet. <laughs> So yeah, as I as I, we briefly spoke about, um, from Johannesburg, moved to Cape Town as a little girl. Yeah, kind of went to school at St. Cyprian's. Nice. I actually started out at uh, Hertzley Weizmann, which is a Jewish yeah. school yes. down the road, okay, yeah. and then moved to an Anglican school, um, St. Cyprian's, and matriculated there. Just going there. through all of their denominations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's been great for um, it's great for, for diversity. My, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and also just um, for you know knowing different um, groups of people in the city. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I think my, my first job, um, I was 16. My father was a very well-known racing driver. He mm -hmm. actually won the South African championships many times. Yeah. And um, he said to me, you know, at school holidays, I'm doing this car shoot, and I think it's time that you come and you, you start. You start. Yeah. And I d actually, I was too young to drive. Okay. I could kind of reverse cars in, in and out of place. Yeah, yeah. But I was an auto detailer, so it meant that I had a bloody polishing cloth and spray and I was shining mags and yeah. making sure that the car was like camera perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then through that, um, you know, I mean, I've always had a, like a, a craze for speed and cars. It's definitely one of my hobbies. Yeah. Um, and he said to well, me. Well, now I want to know what you drive. But continue, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, and actually, funny enough, I was named after Jody Schechter, who was Formula One world champion. I did want to ask that, but I was like, I mean, it's too close because your dad being a race car driver. Okay, so, cool. yeah. So it ran in the blood, you know. Right. I mean, I've, I've watched Formula One since I was a little girl. I watched the MotoGP. I know a lot about cars. Amazing. And, um, Yeah, then I got my driver's license and my dad said to me, you know, you're a really good parallel parker. Cool. I was like, oh, okay. And I was getting good at well, that. Wait, hang on. So there's something to take from that. It's like you mentioned earlier that, you yeah. know, whatever job you've done, you always just jump into it and make sure you do it to the best ability. Yeah. So when you were given the job of like shining the, the rims or parking, you parked the best you I could do. I did it, do. Hey. I practiced that. So that's that. how you do it. That's how you climb so quickly. You just do it. Whatever you've <laughs> given, be, yeah. do it well. Absolutely. Cool, my own life. So anyway, um, he said to me, you know what, I want 
I want to start training you. Mm. Let's do some advanced driving courses. Okay. And, you know, as a little girl, I'd always, he said, watch me now. I'm putting the clutch, putting my foot in the clutch and I'm changing gears and I'm not letting the steering wheel, you know, jolt. Mm. And I said, oh, thanks for that tip. And it kind of stuck in my head. And, yeah. and you know, and I also, I was never afraid of speed. Yeah. Anyway. I've since then done a couple jobs where I've actually, I don't really want to say who the supermodel is because I signed an NDA, but ah. there was somebody who was representing a very well-known German car brand yeah. and um, they did the launch of this particular car in mm-hmm. Cape Town uh-huh. and they shot the commercial here and she actually doesn't drive and, you and drive. I'm a driver. So they called me and they is said, she hey, South African? No. Oh, I was going to say Candace <laughs> Swanepoel. No, she's big. <laughs> I mean, not that Candace isn't, but she's from the <laughs> UK. No, no, no. Candace is our star for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying she's like, Victoria's Secret. I thought that's pretty big. I, yeah, the two of them work together. Let's just oh. leave it at that. So, anyways, um, so yeah, I did some really interesting um, oh, car I'm tricks. Anyway, I'm trying to guess. <laughs> Um, and you know, it's, it's different when you are, uh, in front of camera mm. and, uh, you know, there's a whole film crew and there's a lens right there. And mm. sometimes, I mean, we had tracking vehicles where they'd have this big camera arm and you've got to keep distance, like two meters distance while driving on a highway or at night with a helicopter uh, coming over yeah, you. Geez. There's a lot. It's very exciting. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I do on the side, side hustle. Okay. So adrenaline driver. at all times. The adrenaline yeah. of meeting new people, selling you know, hundreds of millions of houses. Love it. And also racing. Love, love and predictability. Love Amazing. getting lost. So love you, those kind of things. You could describe yourself as a seeker. Absolutely. And, and so you're always just seeking the next thrill. Yeah. What's sure. the next thrill we can expect from Jody? Well, hmm, good question. I was thinking Besides obviously, you know, being a star of, you know, Listings Cape Town <laughs> and making sure that it's even bigger than Listings Joburg, because obviously it'll be better because you're in <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, there's a lot in the pipeline when it comes to the brand that I'm building. Mm. Um, I have a team at Remax. Okay. Um, it's called Team Hot Prop. Okay. And I've got some very exciting things in the pipeline. Oh, yeah? So I think that that's going to be the next wow factor. Amazing. Um, and yeah, let's see, let's, let's see what comes from that. Amazing. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, it's going to be a success and BBC is going to be chasing you for another I show. I hope they do. <laughs> Jody, thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to the show. It's so awesome. And I will said. definitely be hitting you up for more actual advice on buying a home. Please Especially do. because you're actually, you're listing the building I want to, uh, when I live in. Please do. I'd love to help. And if you've got any friends, you've yes. got my handle on Instagram, yes. you've got my number. Oh yeah, give, give us your handle. Okay. So I've got two, but my business one is Jody, J-O-D-I underscore hot property underscore Cape Town. You heard it here. Hot property. That's Jody. <laughs> okay. Buy your properties from Jody and I'm um, looking forward to seeing you on BBC. Thank you, Thank you, sir. Thank you. Sadiq. Hi. Sadiq. Hi. How are you? I'm very well on you. I'm excited to meet you. I'm excited to meet you too. I've heard great things about you. Tell me. Like you're one of the people that are I don't know, the standouts from the show. Wow. Tell me why. Why are people saying that? Uh, I think because I'm like different okay. than most of the other agents. Um, I own my own agency. Okay. Whereas they are just brokers at other agencies. <laughs> just. <laughs> well, I say that because I started my own brokerage um, to be the difference in the market. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I think that... Is, um, is that common within the property landscape in Cape Town for someone to own their own agency being young? No. Okay. So it's not common specifically so that, for that how old I am a, as yeah, well. a barrier breaker as well. Definitely. Cool. Do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 34. That's young. Yeah. Do you have an agency? Yes. Cool. And it's called? It's called Lion Lead Real Estate. Why? Why Lion Lead? So I believe the lion is the king of the jungle. Yeah. And I'm there to dominate this jungle. So Cool. How long um, have you had your company now? So we'll be three on the 1st of July. So just over two years. How does it feel on top? Um, let me tell you, it was really tough setting up a business during, you know, like COVID. Yeah. We started just before COVID mm. and we managed to pull through. And yeah, I, I, I believe we're only growing from strength to strength. So but you started in 2019 or 2020? 2019. Okay. Yeah. And so then what did it take for you to set it up from scratch? 
Um, I would say that because I was a great real estate agent and I could pull the deals, I had to learn things as you're busy building a plane, yeah. as they say. Yeah. Um, you literally launching a business and you literally building the wings and the engines as you're going along. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I must say building a business is trial and error. What made you think you wanted to take on that responsibility? Because I think for a lot of agents, part of the safety and the comfort is being part of an agency that's Mm. established because that's how you get your leads. Mm. And for you, young and wanting to strike out and you're selling in in, in Cape Town, the city center where race aside, it is still a predominantly like white base. So then how was that? Were there any challenges related to that? I was really successful at my previous agency. And I believe that I figured out sort of like the way in which to make money and differently. So remember, real estate is a traditional um, like mod business model. And I believe that it, it was changing and we needed younger blood in the, in, in the industry mm-hmm. and a different way of doing it. So traditional real estate is that you sit on show house on a Sunday and you hope and pray that people came through. Whereas I believe that it became more social and used social platforms to elevate my personal brand. When I left that company, I had built such a strong brand for myself that it catapulted me. Obviously, I had to spend a little bit more money um, in terms of promoting my new company. But because I... um, like I say, built my personal brand, people already knew me in my market and I had built trust. Yeah. And that is why my brand made it through on the Atlantic seaboard. Now, I imagine the fact that when you were starting your business at, you know, during a pandemic, there was a bit of a dip in the, in the property Definitely. sector. Now, how did that affect your company? Because you're new, you're starting out. Yes, you've built this, um, you know, flourishing personal brand, but now the actual market that you're entering mm-hmm. into is, you know, plummeting. How did that affect your business? So it mostly affected the sales because we could not do um, viewings at all mm. and also um, the rental market. But during the time that we were in the pandemic and we were under lockdown, we had a rental portfolio and the rental portfolio is, I would say, in a way for most real estate businesses, the backbone of a business. Okay. So we were receiving rental income. Luckily, we weren't um, hugely affected by people not paying rent course, yeah. um, and that helped sustain us during the pandemic. Amazing. Now, after the pandemic, I'm assuming now we are like seeing signs of the, the post-pandemic mm-hmm. era. Has there been sort of like a huge influx of now suddenly deals coming left, right and center? Is now Lionhead basically just like balling out of control? No, no, no. I wish, I wish. So what happened is after uh, the lift was banded with, you know, like the band was lifted, was lifted yeah. yeah, it was of uh, that people could go and view homes there was a huge surge in people wanting yeah. to buy yeah. but it was it was very short-lived and you know as with natural things it there was a huge surge and then it disappeared were and there a lot of sales that came out of that time there was, or was a lot of voyeuristic okay this. i think when you tell somebody that they can't do something they want to do it yeah, more, yeah i yeah. guess and is um, that why estate agents always look at you as if you can't afford a place when you walk in they're trying to make sure that you have to then now buy it to prove that you can afford it. I, I, I think, you you know, like our jobs are to verify people. And you would say that, yes, you know, people say that. But it's, it's more of running around with people that you know can actually afford it. Mm. Because often we, we do run around with window shoppers and mm. often it's a waste of time. Yeah. So it's important that we verify our clients from a, from a, um, from a social security point of view, you know, of people coming through these homes um, and and then also verifying if they actually have the money, whether it's cash or through bond, yeah. um, to make sure that we're running around with people that we're actually going to close deals because we're not tour guides. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now tell me, like, do you actually have to do an, an extensive amount of research on the potential buyers? Yes. Really? Yeah. So like, I, Take me through that process. How, how so somebody inquires, um, you know, and... These days, most people are on social media or on LinkedIn. Are people um, buying 200 million houses also on social media? 
Um, not not from social media. I mean, but except Kim Kardashian, she can afford that house, and no, she'll be sure. on social media. But like, I'm assuming like an owner of a bank or something like that. You will not. never believe there will always be some kind of like article or somewhere where they were mm. mentioned. Um, so it's important that you know. I mean, Google is one of the areas that you would go and try and find them, and something will pop up regarding the client. I mean, if somebody has 200 million, they must have invented some kind of company yeah. or being associated with something. Um, there are also other ways that we can verify clients by searching on different programs. Mm. Um, you know, if they are in interested in buying from their companies and it's often, you know, maybe the emails, those are signs. So you go and check the back of the email, right? You know, which company are they working for? Yeah. What do they do there? Yeah. And that's how we verify. One of the things we do as well is ask them for a copy of their passport. Okay. It's just like eliminating small little things that, again, checking the, you know, security. You don't want to waste your time no, as well. No, not at all. Okay. It's just we, we often spend, like I said, way too much time running around with clients that that are wasting time. Yeah. Now, your stronghold of the properties that you sell or lease are in the Atlantic Seaboard. That's correct. Okay. Is this one of your properties? Where this is one of the properties. Um, it is available to rent okay. um, per night. How much is that? Um, I'm not really sure the rates change all the time. Um, Range? It, I would say about between 40 and 50,000 rand oh, a night. Goodness. That's yeah. not as bad as yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But it comes with all the bells and whistles, you mm. know. And if you wanted extras and shifts and, you yeah. know, like whatever you want could be arranged for you. Yeah. That's that's the types of villas that are for rent on the Atlantic seaboard. Mm. You can literally get anything with ours that, you know, you want. Um, and obviously it comes at a premium. Yeah. And that is what Cape Town actually have to, has to offer, like the best of the best. And so a home like this would often go for like a massive family or a couple of friends. How from, many bedrooms does this have? So there's about eight bedrooms okay. here. Yeah. Okay. So eight bedrooms and all of them are en suite, which mm. is amazing. Um, and there's so much space in this house specifically. So, you know, like if you are on holiday with your family, like everybody can have their own sort of privacy. This house is very calm and tranquil as yeah, well. Yeah. And if you want to go out, um, you know, to the beach, it's like just not too far away from here. So that's really cool. Although if I lived here, I probably wouldn't want to go to the beach. I just want to stare at it. Exactly. It's, it's just, I would never leave the house. I've been to this house for a party before oh. and what i liked about it was how many different look nooks and spaces you can go into exactly. so like um it was a huge party and not everyone knew each other so these little groups formed everywhere which was really yes. cool like if it was my house i'd want to come home and be like see little groups sitting everywhere it's quite crazy nice. yeah yeah cool and um do you find that like for you being young i mean were you born in the atlantic seaboard no i was actually born in the southern suburbs i went to school there as well mm -hmm. and um i'd made my way uh through working in um in the hr industry okay. um i was working for hotels and then the last company where i was working in hr was called madame singara cool um, yeah, I know them. huge yes yeah. yeah. so yeah. i moved i was actually moved from southern suburbs to hermanus i was the hr manager there then came back to cape town wanted to be back in you know like the cape i'm a city boy yeah and yeah i moved to devatakant and yeah, I've been here ever since. I then quit in human resources. Yeah. A friend offered me an opportunity to be in real estate. Yeah. And I went to go and work at a company for six months. And um, after six months, I was actually headhunted by a bigger company. Okay. We, that company, I really made my mark in the, in the real estate industry. Especially in the Atlantic Seaboard. 100%. Do I, you ever find that a lot of people from the southern suburbs are curious specifically to find out how you basically got into? Because it is quite a niche place to get into. And usually people who actually end up working here are people who were born here or raised here who grew up around here. Mm. So I'm sure there's a, like a whole host of people from the southern suburbs who are keen to actually work here as well because... I don't think it matters where you really came from. If you're passionate about something, you can learn and you can thrive at it. You're an example. So what would you say to those people? 100% agree with you. Let me tell you, the the biggest thing that has come through time with me in being in human resources or in um, real estate, the 
you need to have extreme discipline and mm-hmm. commitment mm-hmm. and passion for what you do. People can see right through you no yeah. matter what. You can say, I want to be the best, but if you are not showing and portraying those behaviors, people won't um, be attracted to you or yeah. do business with you. Um, I think the most important thing as well, again, my motto is to be um, authentic in mm. what you do, in what you say. Do you work honestly and properly? Yeah. Um, people will see that. And that is why I think that I've been really successful is that people are attracted to that. Yeah. People want, when I do business, I will share every single piece of information about the property, no matter how good or bad the news is, mm. I will tell you as it is mm. rather than withhold it because I mean, transparency and honesty and integrity is, is what people actually buy. Amazing. Yeah. I love the part where you say, you know, being authentic and showing up as yourself because mm-hmm. like I see you and I look at you and I think that you couldn't be more authentically you. Thank it's you. like, you know, there's a typical idea of what you think, you know, a realtor looks like. Yes. And you don't look like that. Wow, I mean, thank you're, you. Yeah, in like, a, would this be an army green or an army green I love green it. Suit? It's army. I was going for the army. Yeah. It's, it's amazing because it's <laughs> yeah. like you're suiting up for like, you know, going not to war per se, but like you're literally showing up proper yes. and you've got your signet ring. And I, just, I, I think I spotted like a Louis Vuitton uh, belt. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And your hair is done up. So, like, tell me about how you you present yourself. How much is that a, a, a factor into how you basically show up for your work? It plays a huge factor. Um, so, I mean, showing up and looking the best is is very important mm. in your job. When your client sees you, your client will see um, how you put together. Um, like, and for me personally, I'm all about details. Mm. So, and it shows you my work in the way I dress, in the way I do everything. Um, I strive for perfection, but I've changed that from perfection to quality. So mm. I believe in extreme quality. And, you know, perfection, uh, perfection is like, you know, like finite, where I believe quality is a level. You mm. can always improve the level of quality yeah, in something. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Now, I promise soon I'll stop talking about your personal image, but I look at your skin and I think it's really good. Do you Thank get facials you. a lot? I do. So in my job, I'm selling with my face all the time. I mean, I make sure that my teeth... I are... hope everyone heard that. You should say that slower. <laughs> in my job, I sell with my face a I lot. Do. I, I do. I do. So, I, you know, I'm selling, I'm selling my face. I'm selling... I'm selling you an, an, a whole package. All of this. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, have my teeth done, have Botox. Um, Ooh, I have, nice. yeah. Where do you go? So Frank in Devatakant. Okay. So I have chemical peels. I have Botox. I have my teeth whitened. Nice. Um, the thing is like, we are in a very competitive market on the Atlantic seaboard, mm. the best and the top agents in the country yeah. we are competing. So um, I just make sure I look my best yeah. at all times. So when you say that the best, um, the best agents are in Cape Town, does that mean the listings Cape Town is going to beat listings Johannesburg? I really do think so. Oh, yeah. Can I tell you, I just saw the promo video and it gave me goosebumps. Um, just because you I, love how you look in it. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> even about how I looked. I think just it's kidding. just like what Cape Town has to offer. Mm. Cape Town's like Hollywood compared oh, yeah. to Joburg. Yeah, yeah. It's um, better than Hollywood. I think so. Yeah, completely. Hundred percent. Cool. And um, the process of you filming the show. Have you ever been on a show before? I was on a like a like it was a african show but it was also regarding property okay and i think i was on the show for like five seconds where yeah, i had yeah. to chat about greenpoint at the time yeah, I, yeah. I was working at my previous company yeah um and i tried to speak Afrikaans, but got up myself i couldn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i just spoke in english and they did like a small deal stint. but this was the show was me showing off property and i really got to show or, or show on the show yeah. the best of what Cape Town has to offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what can we expect on the show? Like the, the duality of having you and the properties. I'm assuming it's going to be one incredible outfit and an, an incredible house each show. Yeah. So I think that on the different episodes, you will see different types of buyers that I work with okay. in terms of, I mean, I'm good 
I'm good at showing homes, penthouses, apartments. Um, and the different kind of life that you want to live. I mean, mm. um, yeah, it's just it, from one extreme to the other, like yeah. from a hundred million rand home to a 10 million rand penthouse as an yeah. example. Yeah. Now, when I was talking to Jody before, I was saying that you guys don't actually just sell the houses that people get to live in alone. You also have to sell the lifestyle that comes with we it. We do. You know, because it's like you were saying, you know, even if you have this house, which has everything, you still would want to go to the beach because it's right there. You want to yes. hike, you want to do other things. So you have to be well-versed on the surroundings and sell that as part of the so experience. So important. So knowing the right, you know, Bartox um, doctor is probably quite important. Um, I was actually chatting to um, one of the other media people earlier and we were talking about, um, you know, the fact that we get to meet the owners of the house. Mm -hmm. They interview us in terms of who they want us to list. Mm. And and so that's why networking, and remember I was telling you about trust, yeah. is so important. Because if you sell a house like this, the word of mouth will get out on the mm. street very quickly mm. and they will trust you to sell their home. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Um, there's a very close knit of people in Cape Town where owners will trust to sell their very, very expensive of homes. Yeah. yeah. Which is why for me, I still feel like we should probably expand more on how could you basically, I don't know, encourage or give someone a little like hint of how could they, if they don't come from this area, how can, how is it possible to get, because you're an example of that and everyone's going to think that you're probably an exception and you just got lucky or whatever it is. Mm. And we have exceptions, you know, freak of natures and people who are just like geniuses, mm. but you believe that if you did it, someone, someone else could do it as well. A hundred percent believe that um, anybody can do it. And Again, what is that key thing? That, it came you know? into belief in myself. Eh? I I believe in myself and what I do. Yeah. And I don't let um, you know the noise cloud my thoughts in terms of what I do. I think even now that I started my own company is the fact that I don't look left and mm -hmm. I don't look right. I only focus on what I need to focus on, yeah. and and focus on, and that's been my success. Um, and where does that come from? Like, do you, do you grow up in it? Is, is it? Was it instilled in you from your parents? Or I, I think we specifically in real estate, we have figured that out was the fact that when I started in real estate, I was the friendly HR uh, practitioner that came into the industry and went to go and introduce myself to my competition. And they were like, what, what are you doing? And I realized very quickly what kind of game I'm playing. Yeah. And so I realized, like, they are not going to help me become successful. I need to focus on myself and okay. focus on my business. Okay. And I'm always open to sharing and doing business with other agents. So, yeah, I would rather wait for them to come to me than me go to them. Yeah. Okay. What is the thing that is what you'd say is the biggest misnomer or people get wrong about property, the property game in Cape Town? So I would say that a lot of people confuse us with second car, what second hand second cars, hand car, yeah, yeah, salesmen. Sales. I actually like dislike that saying so much. We uh, people undervalue what a real estate agent actually does. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, for me, it's about um, you know, like again, I told you about honesty and integrity. If a seller discloses everything about the property and you as an agent disclose it to a buyer, then you won't have problems. But it's often when people withhold information mm -hmm. that it becomes, a, you know, like yeah. like a terrible thing for for a, a sale during a sale. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I would say that... Um, Do you know stories of where things have backfired? Yeah, it's just... Back? Yeah, so it's often when... You know, through compliance that, you know, people don't do the right thing or, you know, there was damp issues in the house or, and the thing is, as an agent, you're only trying to do your job, um, by facilitate, facilitating a sale between a willing buyer and a willing seller. Mm. And, um, we often get dragged into all these, like, you know, back and forth. Sure, yeah. And our job is to make sure that the, the sale is smooth sailing yeah. um, from the beginning to the end. And let me tell you, it's not always smooth sailing. Yeah. 
I mean, I had a bit of an experience. I was trying to, which funny enough, is a building that Jody's listing in at oh. 117 on Strand. Oh, wow. And the property that I wanted is still available, but I couldn't get a mortgage because I'm a freelancer. Mm. And I needed to basically prove everything and the blood sample and everything to try and prove because my financials were not enough. They needed mm. to be audited and I needed to prove future earnings and things like that. Oh, no. In the end, I actually got tired of the process. The process wasn't done, but I just was like, oh, fine, I'm opting out, out of mm. this and like give me back my deposit and stuff. And do you have a sort of any particular advice that you could say, well, freelancers, how do you get away with things? Because my banker even told me that they would have given the mortgage to someone who earned a quarter of what I earn, if only they just if, because they have a salary, they mm. have an actual, you know, pay slip. And I just feel like, well, you know, then what do we do as mm. entrepreneurs? So, yeah, I feel your pain on that level as well. I've bought several um, apartments through the bank and have been treated the same way. Unfortunately, yeah. in South Africa, freelancers and entrepreneurs are not seen as favorable by the bank. Um, even if you earn a salary, they want RP5s, IT34s, mm. all these kind of things. And I really think they sh should look into, um, you know, providing credit for entrepreneurs. Yeah. And is that something that's in the works? I mean, knowing you from, no. No. Okay. No. So like I say, anybody that earns commission, we are seeing yeah. less favorable. Um, cause they only take 60% of your income yeah. as actual income. Yeah. Yeah. But because it's variable. But even then, mm. surely there should be then better you know, information. And I guess then we need you guys to be the ones that educate mm. us to say, listen, because you're an entrepreneur, you just have to cut everything down to 60%. And I mm. guess that advice would come from someone like you. So, yeah, um, th that's unfortunately out of our you know, realm of what we do. We work with the best uh, mortgage originators to try and fight for us on behalf of us. I tried through my personal banker, didn't work. Yeah. It was when I went through an originator that yeah. fought for me to okay. get my bond. Do you I have any got. particular ones that you favor that you recommend? So Uber is definitely cool. a great mortgage originator. Okay. Um, like I say, those, um, just like we are help to get you the home yeah. they literally you know like will fight to get you a bond with the different banks okay. um, yeah they're shopping they shop around for you for the best interest rate mm. and to actually get you a mortgage now last question how valuable do you think it is for a real, a real estate agent to be you know, educated and have a formal qualification because, you know, I understand that yourself and Jody both have degrees in this. So mm -hmm. like how, how much do you think it's worth or can you actually just go into it? Sure, definitely. So, um, I have my NQ4 and my NQ5 and I think it's very important that, you know, a, a lease and a, and a, and an offer to purchase is quite straightforward. All the terms are there. You can read it. It's plain and simple English. Mm. The where the degree or the knowledge simple of and plain English. If you're a real estate agent, I've read reams um, of that paper, and I was like, I don't understand whether this house has been given to me or I'm giving it to them. But no. I get, you know, it's, it's confusing. No, yeah, you, and it's often long and tedious. Yeah, but it's all there to protect the seller and the buyer. Yeah, well, so, if the seller understood, um, or the buyer understood it, Italian or Latin. Because some of the, the clauses are in, in Latin. I'm like, why? They are. Why? So they're trying, to, they're trying to remove that a lot. Most of the attorneys are trying to remove the Latin from from offer to purchase to make it more simple. Mm. But like I say, where real estate um, information, specific, specifically the NQ4, NQ5 that we study, comes into play is when things actually go wrong. Mm. So it's about understanding breach, understanding what your rights are, understanding what the you know the the legislation says about property um that comes into play and yes we are, we get loads of advice from our attorneys mm. um but it's important that you understand the information and where to look or seek for help when things go yeah. wrong okay so yeah. i guess then having that qualification just makes you feel like you have a seat at the table you rather do. than being fed the information. 100%. Now, right now, where should we be looking to buy if you're a person who might not have 200 million, but you have a few millions? Where could you buy that is in your books? I would say for myself right now or, or to people out there, the Woodstock Salt River Observatory area. Okay. 
and also know like that whole corridor that goes right through to like foot trick road mm. if i'm not mistaken yeah um is become like a hot spot and i think is that also because amazon the, is building there no i think it's the transport route from the city to balvo okay. and they're looking to upgrade that entire node so a lot of developers are buying up buildings along sort uh, of victoria road cool. and that, that albert yeah. road yes and so eventually you know the streets will become high streets for on the transport route mm. um if i was to invest right now i would go for upper woodstock and i'd buy and flip homes there mm-hmm. i have done some flipping before and let me tell you you can make some serious cash Oh, yeah. Um yeah, let's when talk you, about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I believe that that is the way for people to make money. Yeah. I'm 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 big on empowering people to empower themselves. Yeah. And I believe that, you know, I would love to find opportunities for people to buy under market value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spend But how it. do you how do you find out if a property is under market value? Like for you as my realtor, if I come to you and you've listed a place, would you tell me that this place is actually listed under? Definitely. Really? Can I give you an example yeah. of one? So one of my colleagues brought a property um to me of a seller that wanted to get out of the market. Yeah. And sometimes it's called like, you know, distressed sales. Okay. So the guy bought it for 1.5 million, yeah. furnished the property, and he wanted to sell it for 900,000. Why? He just wanted his cash out of the property. Oh, I see. So I put in an offer for 900,000 and he accepted it. Wow. Yeah. Clearly those offers don't come around. Let me tell often. you we are sitting with a couple of those. Okay, I'm going to give you my card after yeah. this. Yes. Um please let me know and I like those numbers you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> If we can find things around the the hundreds. So, um, so to let, get me, a few. let me tell you about this investment. So think about it like this. Um 900,000 I put down 90,000. Mm-hmm. My bond is of 810,000. Wow. Wow. So my repayment was 6,000. Yeah. I'm getting 7,900 rent. No, yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Any day. Today. 100%. Like you've got to sell. If you can find me one of those deals, I'll do it. And I don't even need to live in the place. So it could even be in Pinelands. Exactly. Um, you know. Um, I'll find it for you. I love Pinelands, by the way. You mentioned that like Fort Trekker area that was going to turn into yes. the streets. Okay. Like if you're mentioning the streets, you look like the guy who loves being on the streets. Like, I do. <laughs> so give me your final rundown of like where the best place is to find yourself in Cape Town. Where would you go out and stuff? Okay, great. So I love the Seapoint Strip. Yeah. Um, yeah, the restaurants and all like high street Seapoint. Uh, love the markets, Oranjezag markets, um, the waterfront. I think the waterfront is like my favorite place to hang out. I think having and travel then, around the world, it's still, as a mall, it's still one of the best malls you're going to find. Agreed. It doesn't feel like a shopping mall, yeah. And then because I live in Davatagant, mm. like I'm always running around in the couple streets there. Amazing. There's loads of street the foods. Charm, yeah. Um, my groceries, my car wash, my haircuts, everything. I go to yoga there too. Okay. The Vatikant is like one of the best places to live in Cape Town. I love the fact that you live the lifestyle of the people you sell to because that's it makes it all so authentic and beautiful. And that's what I'm all about is authenticity. And I'm hoping that I'll get to see a lot more of that on Listings Cape Town. I'm excited to show you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank cool. you for your uh, time. I'll chat to you soon about those deals. Great stuff. Hi, I'm Jody Smith. I'm Sadiq Effendi. And you're listening to Breaking Eggs with, with Seth, Seth Shezzy. Thank you for listening. Catch us next week for another episode of Breaking Eggs with Seth Shezzy. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Until then, let's break.